that case, I'm gonna push the button here. Roll it Excited about that. Yeah. Hi, Mrs. Ryan. Get situated here. Turn some lights on. <laughs> Slow everything down. It has been a day already. I know. Hi, Mrs. Ryan. Hello. How are you doing? Oh, you know. Yeah? How do I know? What do I know? I how I doing? feel like I how I feel is obvious when people look at me. So I I think maybe that might be why I don't like answering. I feel like I'm just explaining myself all the time. <laughs> well, I don't know what you mean, but people think you're awesome. I'm great. Today yeah, is great. I feel horrible, but I always oh, feel horrible, so I don't like mean. to keep saying that. So Oh yeah, but some days whatever. are worse than others, and I feel it's okay to say that if you if you want to. Some days are worse than others. Today's a, not a great one. I totally understand. I'm sorry, Mrs. Ryan. Uh, with with that, oh, fantastic. Yeah. With that, uh, welcome back, uh, everyone. Good evening. This is uh, <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> Good evening. Welcome back. Today is Wednesday, September 18th, 2019. My name is Jay Ryan. This is Nicole Ryan. We are the Ryans, and this is this tonight's show in the old late night playset because we are working on names and I'm just going to put it out there and say <laughs> what do you like better we're rebranding everything we just had a marketing meeting right before the show with uh, Stan the Man Kaplan and uh, uh, the things he says I know are true but there are so many things that I'm like I don't have the bam that's not my I can't that needs to be someone else's department so. yeah that's one of those things. And we're trying to figure out, we have the PEC coming up. We're trying to figure all that stuff out. There's so much going on. Um, Mrs. Ryan, other than how you're feeling, how you been? We had yesterday off. How was that for you? Restful. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> we were hitting it pretty hard. We had like I don't know, two and a half weeks or something like that without a day off. Yeah. Week, you know, weekends included. And that's, that's an awful lot. Yeah. <clears throat> Just took a day to rest my body a little bit. Yeah, it was nice. We watched Herbie the Love Bug. Last yes, night. we did. I've seen it forever. The original. <laughs> the original Herbie the Love Bug with Dean Jones and uh, Buddy Hackett and uh, Michelle Lee. I had kind of forgotten it. It's a really adorable movie. It's a movie. much better movie than I remembered. Mm-hmm. I remember at some point it wasn't the movie. Like, I'd sort of grown out of it. It wasn't the movie I remembered when I was a kid. And then now that I'm old enough, it's kind of like a cartoon, like a really good cartoon when we were kids. Like, it's, it's fine for the kids. But then also you see what the redeeming quality is yeah. as an adult. Uh, it's definitely that for me. Such a great message. Anyway, and plus we relate because that's sort of how we found Yellow Car very similarly. Yeah. Oh, well. Uh, Mrs. Ryan, I only have a couple things to get through, and then we have a guest today who is Miss Diane Nichols. She, uh, can I say comedian? <laughs> is, that a, is that appropriate these days, or everyone just a comedian? Everyone's a comedian. All right. Um, you're going to recognize her, you're going to know her voice, and we're going to talk about all of the interesting things that have happened in her life. I can't talk about all, all of them, but maybe a few of the interesting things that have happened in her life, and certainly some things I know about, and some things we'll find out today. So she'll be in here in just a few minutes. Mrs. Ryan, today I just have the East Coast feed and the Dave Watch to get oh, through. Yeah? Yes. All right. So we're going to check in first with Danbury Chive, Steve Kaz, and the Brook, and I believe Coraline. And we'll have to see where we are. I think we're someplace new. Roll it, hell. Mr. and Mrs. Ryan, a friendly East Coast feed from Cape Cod. Or by a Cape lake. Cod. Look how cool that is. Coraline. Hi, Jane Nicole. Hi, Jane Nicole. You sell East Coast feed? East Coast feed. Yeah, babe. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Coraline and I were just walking uh, over here and by the lake. 
and uh, there's a staircase which you can see behind me. Right into the, the problem was that the fourth step from the bottom um, kind of daddy weighs too much weight and 200 pounds, I guess, went right through the goddamn stairs. Um, so anyway, she's okay though. She didn't get too injured, and uh, we're just ha having a good time at Cape Cod at Uncle Joe and Aunt Justine's house. You want to say goodbye to everybody? Bye. Bye. How's your How's your head? You good? Good. You got the dinos? Yes. Okay, good. That was it. Signing off from the Cape. Love you guys. Oh, so adorable. Oh, my. Uh, I used to go to Cape Cod when I was a kid, and the only thing that, make, that strikes me as odd is that um, Cape, Cape Cod is it's all ocean. That's the point of a cape. It's, you know, it's ocean on both sides. Is that, and we're at a lake. It looked more like Dirty Dancing, or, uh, you know, or they could have been at Candlewood right there in Danbury. Catskills. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it did look beautiful. It looked look beautiful. gorgeous. And Justine and Joe, I think, are their friends from – I might get this wrong, but I believe – you remember Pampered Chef? Yeah. I, think they were, I think they originally met through that Pampered Chef program way, way, you know, a okay. decade ago or whatever, a long time ago. I like the stairs <laughs> into the lake. If it's the right people. And if it's who I'm thinking of, I think we've actually even been to their house in the feeds. I believe there was a dog oh. and a white. I think, I think. It could be different people, I think. Anyway. Um, and then the only other thing I have, Mrs. Ryan, to get through today is, of course, our Dave Watch. Do we uh, know anything, Mrs. Ryan? Today is what, the 17th? No, yesterday was the 17th, and we were off, so I'll put an X there. Just updates of no updates. All right. The only update is no update, which yeah. to me is still fine because that is still not a no. It means we've gotten this far, and we're not said no yet. So still no one. So 18, 18. Today is the 18th. Yes. It's amazing. Happy birthday, Steve Straley. Happy birthday, Australia. And anybody else on the 18th. Uh, <laughs> but there you go. David Letterman, we are still uh, after you to be a guest on this program right here. Your old stuff or not. If the old stuff bothers you, we'll get rid of it. If we bother you, we won't be here. <laughs> Just the stuff. Whatever it takes. <laughs> no, the conversation will happen. It's going to be good. Can't wait. Be just so looking fun. at this, I get so tickled because I, I just I remember I remember all of the years watching when this said, you know, Donahue or uh, or Oprah when they were trying to get Oprah way back in the old days. Our version, Mr. Yeah. Letterman himself. It's good stuff. It's yeah. good stuff. Mrs. Ryan. Yes, sir. It's time to ask the question that's on everyone's <laughs> mind. <laughs> What's going on, Mrs. Ryan? <laughs> For all of our friends with kids, uh, <laughs> this month only, it's a super limited thing, and it's obviously promotional, but I see beyond that because I know what goes into it. But Disney has a nighttime, you can call, like you, when you go to Disneyland and you're like, hi, it's my birthday, and you can call and talk to a Disney character. Okay. Disney is doing a nighttime, night, good night, so-and-so thing. Oh, call. I see. Instead of a happy birthday, it's uh, if you want Goofy to wish your daughter good night yeah. or something like that. Nikki says good night, and there's like six different characters. So for Makes this sense. month. Not very long ago, they came out with a thing. I know uh, Craig Shoemaker was doing it for a bit, but they did a thing. I can't cameo, maybe? I can't remember what it was called, but uh, something where you can, like, they'll record, they'll record either a message for you, your celebrity will, or a happy birthday. Yep. or whatever. Same kind of thing. But it's, you know, a celebrity voice. Yeah. I had those. It's neat. One eight seven 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 Mickey is the phone number. Oh, there you go. I memorized it. One eight hundred eight seven seven Mickey. No eight hundred. Just oh, okay. eight seven. One eight seven seven Mickey. One eight seven 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 Mickey. Oh. <laughs> 
I spend so much time memorizing. You said it right. You said it right. I screwed it up. 800. There's no... (laughs) Arsenio Hall is going to have his first stand-up special ever. Oh, no kidding. Later next month, the end of October. How is his stand-up? I never thought the monologues were the strongest part of that show. His personality was, and then his fun with the guests was. And the music was always great. I've seen him do scripted stuff, which I know is like the funniest parts of those things are sometimes when people are... In in, uh, in Living Color, that's not right. Uh, (laughs) That's the one that Eddie Murphy's remaking. The Coming to America? That's it. Coming to America. Coming to America. Oh, my God. He was so great in. Yeah. He's super funny. He's great in scripted. He's funny. He was great on The Apprentice. I'm a a Arsenio fan. I think he's hysterical. I'm a fan of him as a person because I think he's a really funny person. So I'm I'm stoked to see his special. But it's his first one ever. Mm. Hilarious. Not hysterical. Sorry. I didn't know. He'd never done a special. I don't think I knew that either. Next month. Makes sense now, though. End of October. There's a guy named Steve in Colorado. Hi, Steve. Who, who had an animal. It was a dog who passed away. Oh. And I love how he thought. It reminded me so much of you in just like an esoteric way. He oh. was, his dog died. And he went to the shelter and was like, give me your oldest unadoptable animal. I want it because I want it in commemoration of my passed away animal. He's now gotten a bunch of dogs. He adopts all the old <laughs> dogs that, and and the uh, bunnies and like everything that like no one wants. It's just old in there, and it's super neat. Wow, this guy Steve in Colorado. So it it was just such a nice reminder of like there's always things that people don't want. Go get one. <laughs> like you don't need a puppy. Like who cares? We're all old. <laughs> Go get an old dog. <laughs> yeah, if you've already been through that and you know what it's like, and that's your then for sure. Yeah, it's not like the, the, the it's not for oh we're getting a puppy for the kid or whatever. I mean that's someone who's doing a good doing a mitzvah. I like it. Yeah, and the pictures on Instagram are awesome. So always Google that. Uh, lastly, some kind of similarly, there is a in the UK this group of people. The acronym is CATS. It's Citizens Against Ads or something. But like they started a Kickstarter. To replace all of the commercialized shit in a tube station with pictures of cats. Oh. And they did. I, yeah. I, <laughs> I saw the uh, Yeah. I saw that too. It was weird. It looked like a, uh, like a funhouse tunnel. It's uh, a little odd. What we're describing is it, it, the London. Was it London? That we mm-hmm. said? Yeah. In the, in the tube section, it's literally a tube. I think of the TWA terminal, the old Saren internal at, at, at JFK. Because uh, it's the same kind of thing. You're walking through those bendy, you know, it's like yep. kind of a, an arched tube. But every square inch was advertising. So almost like the bus ads are just, you know, kind of in the corner or subway. Every square inch of this tube was. So what happened was every square inch of this tube ended up becoming cat wallpaper. <laughs> Giant cats in different positions and all sorts of stuff. <laughs> it's evolved a little because they realized, like, oh, people might rescue animals that are on here. And so it turned into a parade of photos oh, of rescue animal okay, cats. So, so what I saw might have been the evolution. It, it might have been the That's beginning funny. of this. It, but I love that they're at least thinking, like, you don't always want to feel bad about yourself by seeing it out of something that you can't afford, can't wear, can't. But, like, <laughs> here's a picture of a cat. I don't know. So I. I like the idea that they're spreading love in the UK. 
<laughs> no chance to retort. And that's been What's Going On, Mrs. Ryan. <laughs> Keep it quick, <laughs> I was going to ask you, is, was that, do we know if that was, uh, who did that? Was it a Banksy-type artist who did it to make a, a political statement? Or was it the was it the government? Like who who did that? It's a group called Citizens Against. Okay, you did say that, but did they was it legitimate or like did they buy the ad space and do that, or did they take down you know like Banksy sort of overnight? Here's the thing: I'm not up. totally sure, and I had some of those same questions, but oh, okay. I couldn't really find that anywhere. Gotcha. But I love the idea that they're like against commercialism. They found a way to combat it for a in minute. Their own way. Yeah, for a minute. We're, we're commercialism. Go- we all need stuff. We all need things. We all need to sell things. We all need to buy things. Like that part of the world is not going away. Right. But for a second, if you can crack the mirror a little bit and just be like, oh, okay, well, don't forget. Hi. Yeah. It's like smiling at somebody when they, they don't expect it in traffic totally. or when they're crossing the street or whatever. Changes the game a little bit. Absolutely. So. Good. Well done, Good Mrs. Ra- oh, rebound. <laughs> it's a rebound. <laughs> Wow, that's a first rebel. All right, Mrs. Ryan, it's time to take a break. We will get our guest in here, Diane Nichols. I am looking forward to this conversation. I think it's going to be a deep dive for me personally because uh, a lot of the stuff I'm into, she was, you know, part of. Prison so it's kind of fun. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of fun. And, you know, she knows some of the people that I celebrate and, and never got a chance to meet. That's uh, awesome. So it's going to be fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. Anyway, Diane Nichols is going to be sitting in that chair when we get back right after this. More to come. an obligation so many years you've been doing it you have to say that i always go to the uh, the roger rabbit with the two bits the tune just can't resist two bits shave and haircut two bits hello there diane nichols hello it is a pleasure to meet you thank you so much for being here today well it's a pleasure to meet you too with that we are sitting here with diane nichols i said comedian before but i i said that once recently and somebody said well just say comedian is comedian an out? Is that an out term? Because of the I, female, I, it takes too long to write, <laughs> and 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 that and the you know word chain or spell correct goes crazy when you keep typing. They they kind of anticipate. It wants you to stop, right? This is they, the word I think you mean. Yes, they're driving me it or whatever is driving me crazy. But I, you still need it because when you're creating, you know, you actually don't want to stop and spell things correctly. Right. And so I like it, but sometimes it does drive me crazy. Yeah, I, I find exactly what you just said. Yeah. If you're in the flow and you're just trying to get it out, it'll change Anvil to Aardvark or something else. And it's like when you didn't care how you spelt Anvil, but you knew what you meant. Yes. And now it's Aardvark. You're like, what the fuck? Well, that doesn't even make sense. Sex positions. I mean, it, it, yeah. it, it, well, it depends on what you're used to typing. I guess well, you're autocorrect. I, I'd there, like Diane. to say, not me, but other people have had some weird stuff. And you really go, should I mention this? <laughs> when you first got here, you said I look familiar. I said, well, wait a second. <laughs> How so? <laughs> How long ago? <laughs> no. Please, um, I lived in the hate. I've been to orgies, the real thing, and one <laughs> and one famous orgy I was at. Which one? Which famous um, orgy? I t- I'm told it's in a book. I've got to find it. <laughs> I worked for the musical Hair, oh, and I only was on when they somebody didn't make an entrance to play, to, to uh, do the bit in the audience. They would just throw me on. So I was were just you the tech young on the show anyway. How were you even there to? I was in the box office and I did PR and travel with them because I was the one that spoke to the normal people. Hello, 
We're the cast of hair. Ignore those people behind Get me. Get out of town. You're uh, the translator. You're the communicator for the group. We had to go after a while in a plane just us because they were high as kites. <laughs> they, were, they were drinking from things that were floating by themselves in the air. That's how. So I was the one that said, hello, you know. <laughs> it's like in the hate Ashbury. I lived in the hate during that time, and I was the. Oh, biggest, you weren't kidding. I was the designated Presbyterian. I, <laughs> I was a little officer. Uh, you know, so yes, it was great. And um, why did I bring up hair? <laughs> oh, I was in an orgy. <laughs> well, some of it was in a contact high, <laughs> and uh, they had a great uh, house in the hate uh, that had a pool inside which a bunch of them rented, or somebody paid the rent, <laughs> or didn't. And they used to act out. There was one girl that was so, she was incre- the most incredibly sexy girl that even other women said, okay, she wins. <laughs> yes, she was a tall blonde, but it wasn't that. Something Her else. whole persona was so incredible. Gail Hayden, I think her name was. And they like to act, get in the pool, and <laughs> and act out, uh, come up from the water as statues, famous, you know, like. So it was, oh, like a thinker or yeah, a David but or whatever. Holding her up and act, okay. <laughs> how they held her up was very unique. Uh, but and here to demonstrate that. <laughs> No, I didn't know you could actually do that, but she was very well balanced girl. Though I don't know what she was. She was. Uh, so I was there. You're implying top heavy. I can't figure it out. No. Uh, well, I, yes. Well, maybe. She just was. Um, it, it was amazing. It, sure. it was. And so they acted it was out. Amazing. You know, it was Venus amazing. and you know whatever. And so I, I did see that I was standing there, and somebody I know. Carrie Snow, you know her comedian. Probably her cousin it ended up. When I met her cousin, she said I was at that same party because oh, uh, the with the plaster casters and all those people. But I sort of was. You know who they are, right? The plaster casters, the ones who cast the plasters. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I just kind of leaned against the wall, and they they were nice to me. They knew. They knew. There was one. Did you time, have anything cast? Uh, no, they didn't do it for for the girls, did they? No, oh, I think they not those. Nowadays. I'm talking about the famous. Team. Oh, yeah, the famous. So, uh, you know, right there, they'd make they'd make your parts. They'd yeah, make your I got parts. that. Mm. I don't know what the fastest. I, who wants that? I don't know. <laughs> I really. You know, don't I look know. at something like that. I go, thanks for the warning. <laughs> I, I, you keep know, it. <laughs> it. It's men have no idea or. Apparently, whores have no idea what really turns most women on, and uh, and it certainly is. <laughs> you know, what is a it, bookends. Diane? What is it? Everyone's dying to know. Bookends <laughs> of the male genitalia. Mm, you know, plaster Paris, mind yeah, you. Yeah, we love it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess it was. Thank God it wasn't cement. <laughs> Not that they'd notice. All right. Well, this is. I'm going to segue back here. We're going to go back in time a little bit. How, how am I talking dirty? I'm the clean comedian. Well, that's why I'm going back in time. We're going to go back to back to Johnny. You were a guest on on the Johnny Carson Tonight yes. Show. Yes. 
would you please tell me anything you want to tell me about that? Because well, I want to hear it all. It, we didn't have the expression bucket list until that movie, right? So we just knew what we, you know, things. That was that movie, it for me. The, the Tonight Show with Johnny Carson. And uh, I, uh, it was everything I thought it would be. And, wow. and, and Johnny, he came up to me in the makeup room when i was getting ready and i dressed before the show yes this he, is he something i've always to, heard that he didn't do well he saw me regularly. in the chair and i was dressed very nicely and lucy webb a great actress comedian she drove me and on the way there she had won five ace awards on not necessarily on the way there holy yeah. smokes he's good <laughs> I mean, is she still working good. <laughs> No, she had one. She was on Not Necessarily the News. I love that. Meryl and Marco, yeah. so she had this HBO good show. luck ring. So we were driving up Vine. She took it off before we hit Hollywood Boulevard. She said, put this on. So I won five Ace Awards wearing this ring. So I had this giant diamond on. And it was real because Lucy does not play. Southern Girl, the diamonds are real. Wow. And uh, so they... Uh, I was in the makeup room. In fact, remember that news lady from Channel 4, Kelly, Kelly something or other? It's the Paul Moyer days? Yes. Paul and Kelly? She ran out. She, get the hell out of my chair! I'm on in 60 seconds! So, oh, it's probably so the 5 o'clock to, news. So I had to <laughs> they get... They the Tonight Show in the afternoon. He's probably going so, on the news. Get the hell out of my Kelly Lang. I know. So, uh... <laughs> So I got up, and then Johnny came in, and I had a fabulous eye, you know, I dressed up. I bet you look nice. And uh, With intention, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Show business. Yes. And Johnny's old school. Yes. I had so heard his critique of certain women, and I understand, you know, it's just like when you work for the mafia, and I have, and mm-hmm. you learn fast. They like feminine <laughs> women who don't act whatever. They'll leave you alone. And so uh, I, yes, I, but I, that is, I, I loved it. I would have worn that as a tailored, nice black. It's <laughs> pretty nice. And uh, Lucy's also her necklace. And um, I had my hair actually done <laughs> and everything. And uh, Jim McCauley. This McCauley's, is better than the prom. I mean, who, this is basically your wedding. I mean, the, yes, to do Johnny is, is a huge deal. And uh, huge. Jim McCauley, he was, was the casting director at the time. And you hear a lot of stuff about Jim. He's passed, so you can say whatever you well, he's want. He's a legend, though, but in the he, business. He, the thing about it, when he came to get me into the room and said, We're, I'm going to walk you back now. And we stood behind that curtain. I heard uh, Doc's band. Right on the other side. Ed was there, but you see Ed all over. And uh, <laughs> three and a quarter stars. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, please. Uh, he, uh, I standing back there with Jim, and I looked at him, and I realized he was at Macaulay, mm-hmm. that he was a little nervous too, and I thought, oh yeah. Your job kind of rides on this, how yeah, I course, do. Sure. I, no one ever... Comics He's got are, skin in the game. Comics are so narcissistic. They forget there's <laughs> other people with lives and jobs and everything. So when I looked at him, I had a whole... Uh, it, it, it completely... I thought, i got to do this for Jim. <laughs> and then he said my name and it parted. And you come, the first thing you notice is it's a small studio, mm-hmm. you know. 
But uh, I did it, and Larry Miller came there. He was waiting back there with Lucy. You were friends? Oh, yeah, we're okay. friends. And um, Can I bring up a picture since you're telling this story? Oh, yeah. Oh, I don't have my glasses. Oh, well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I picture, can't so see. I, I think, oh, a picture of me? You'll know it. Oh, okay. There's Larry Miller and oh, you. Oh, yes. And another fellow who's somewhat famous these days. Yeah, Jerry. Jerry. Yeah, he was afraid. Uh, Larry was the most afraid on the roller coasters. Really? Yeah, they were all on the roller coasters. Oh, was uh, that we what you, is that what you were doing Disneyland. there? Disneyland. That's where that picture was. Yeah. Oh, that's Disneyland. a riot. Jerry and uh, Larry. Oh, that's the rode, that's the ticket booth. Rode on the uh, people movers, and when they came out of the that place where they showed us dinosaurs, they had taken their shirts off, <laughs> and it looked like they were naked. <laughs> And I don't know if it's the same trip, hey, but Bob Saget is the one that came up with the, he gave us all the, the, uh, are we wearing badges on Yeah, that? yeah, yeah. And, like name uh, tags or something. And he is the funniest guy in the world to yeah. go either through, uh, to uh, go to a fun park with or a hurricane with. Saget is? <laughs> yeah. So he's Mr. Extreme. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he's, that's the hurricane story is Texas. But, yeah, so uh, Larry was waiting for me, um, you know, stage right. And Lucy, and Lucy was crying because they knew what it meant to me. Don't yeah. make me cry because I'm, I'm on the on, – and um, Oh, you mean me don't make you cry? Yeah, it may happen. I cry, I cry like, all the you time. You looked a little emotional there because this, this was a big deal. This is a big deal. To, look around here. Yeah. I mean, there are nods to Johnny all over. I have I, one of Johnny's mics behind you on the shelf just oh, because I yeah. love it. So, uh, And I've been in that room, so I, I, associate, I know where you're talking about. I know where these things are. Oh, yeah. And uh, Witherspoon, uh, the singer. Oh. No, no, no. Jimmy Witherspoon. Oh. The jazz singer. Oh, okay. We don't like jazz. I, I love jazz. Okay. I don't know Jimmy Witherspoon. That's, a, that's where I feel John's I don't want to insult. John's the comic, right? Yes. I get him. Oh, no. Jimmy Witherspoon one time told the, the I had to go to uh, Sacramento State Fair with the cast of hair, and they were so <laughs> stoned, and Jimmy Witherspoon was on the show, and he told him to shut the <sighs> up. <laughs> really? <laughs> <laughs> Don't mess with Jimmy Witherspoon. Holy smokes. Shut the f- <laughs> We didn't know who they were, all these hippies and um, <laughs> half naked, having sex inappropriately. It's the age of Aquarius, right? Oh, you <laughs> You should have seen the trip that we took to, to Bear Mountain. To do a special show. That's now uh, yeah. where I'm from, on yeah. the East Coast. To do a show for the, the lodge owners there. That's what's there. And uh, <laughs> they, uh, there was a giant standard poodle who wanted Gail Hayden badly. <laughs> badly. And so that was kind of a weird trip. <laughs> the weirdest part of that trip was the bus driver that drove us did not know he was driving a parcel of crazy hippies oh down gosh. to uh, for, that's a long trip like what four five hours four hours and uh, their favorite song to sing was i'm proud to be okie from you know no i you know that song by that yet. guy that favorite mine's <laughs> uh, what's his name anyway he the square, a place where even squares can have a ball. In, not in, John Denver. 
No, no, it's... You do a good John Denver, though. <laughs> Anybody ever told you that? <laughs> oh, my God. No wonder he crashed. But uh, he... Uh, yeah, it's a famous... One of those... The guy from Bakersfield, I think, wrote it and sang. It's famous. Oh, okay. And... Uh, I don't know how he, good you'd be at Pyramid. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, if the Pyramid. I could, if I could concentrate. No, but Oh, I, sorry. That was my fault. Okay. I see your point. Uh, no, no, I'm. Uh, I was really good at that other game. I can't. By the way, my memory is shot, as yeah. I said. We, we, you're in good company. And I do remember everything I need to know ten minutes after I need to know it. And it does give you Tourette's. <laughs> People think you're bringing. Why is she yelling, Dolores Del Rio? Because half an hour ago, somebody asked me who that actress was. <laughs> all you your mind. I need to couldn't remember it at the time, but then later when we're talking about other things. Yeah. So, <laughs> there it is. But anyway, so that Larry was there at the Tonight Show, and, uh, and uh, I almost got bumped because Johnny didn't want the singer to be bumped with us. But uh, he kept me, and he came up to me, and he was so wonderful, and he goes, how do you feel backstage? He goes, how do you feel? Mm. And I go, I feel great, Johnny. <laughs> well, you're done, right? And uh, Ed was, yeah, good. <laughs> Ed was so charming. Did you ever meet him? <laughs> I've never met Ed, no. Uh, but uh, Ed. Doc, and they were all nice. And I've then, met Doc. I like Doc. Uh, he's cool. Uh, my friend Joanne Deering, also a former comedian, sang in his group, the kids from Wisconsin. They all busy when you they don't when they're not on the Tonight Show. They're out there making money. They always were in the old days. You remember all the reads they would do, and the ton- and on Friday nights they talk about all yeah. the places the band will be this Joanne weekend. Joanne was uh, in the kids from Wisconsin. That was Doc's wow. So uh, yeah, I heard in the meeting he said wonderful things, wonderful future, and then I went out, broke my elbow. What? First, I fell off a stage, but hang on, but the, not at the Tonight Show. No, no. Oh, okay. But but that's the point. That was your is trajectory. <laughs> that, that unfortunately, uh, it was. I had a series of goofy accidents. Some man put his foot on the stage and didn't take it down when I said thank you, good night, <gasps> bye bye, Detroit. So uh, that was tripped over the foot. Yeah. So I had to put Did it back, fall? and then Johnny was on his way out. And, uh, oh, I did it with Jay, who substituted for Johnny. And uh, I don't mean... He was the, the last major, fill-in host. Yeah. He was the last, yes. last permanent so, guest uh, host. with Tony Randall. I'm on the couch with Tony Randall. I would date him in a, in a New York second. But the, <laughs> the other guy was a singer. Oh, here we go. What's his name? But he was one of those guys that sing and play the... John guitar. Denver. I think you know, but I know who John Denver is. Okay. I I even know his real name. So uh, Tony Randall is sitting there, and we're watching him, that guy. And Tony Randall says, if you were an alien and you just landed on this planet, and this is what you heard for music. What would you think? <laughs> and I'm, he's like, <laughs> and I looked at him. I couldn't believe he was being naughty, right, right there on the couch. <laughs> this is the worst thing I've. <laughs> and I almost 
just don't want. I think I purposely forget that guy's name. I was going to say, yeah, yeah. What I oh, trash for you. There's no need. You're good awesome. for you. Ten minutes from now, I'll tell you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God, over and over and over. But uh, so good. he, uh, but he, he was so wonderful. He invite. He afterwards he invited. He said, "Come to New York. I'm doing him butterfly and come back." Tony Randall. Stay. Yeah, that's cool. That was for me like uh, a huge. What was? Why was he big for you? Because all was, those not from, comedy, couple, all or? those movies. He okay. was always in those movies with Rock Hudson and all these. Ah, uh, the old know, Hollywood stuff. He played the wingman, the reluctant wingman. You know, oh, why are you doing this? We'll all get arrested, and then only he gets arrested. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, he saw that coming. So. Uh, yeah, I know. I, Did the Odd he, Couple do it for you? Was that anything? Because I loved that TV show. Oh, that's yes. that's who he was for me. He's Felix Unger. Yeah. Well, yes, he was Felix, but he was a very interesting man, and he married very late to a young oh, I girl. I remember. I remember that. Gave her two sons to carry on the name, and then that happened account. when he was a regular on this program right here when this stuff was new in the nineties. I remember that. Yeah. I think he was seventy-five, married a twenty-five-year-old. Yeah, Wasn't yeah. That the math? He knew what he was doing. Mm-hmm. He hadn't had children with his first wife and she was long since passed so definitely out of the question <laughs> and uh, here was this young nubile probably it was gail hayden <laughs> and uh and he gave Queen her two sons so good so good he gave her two sons so uh oh she gave him two sons i'm sorry the way it's said traditionally to make women feel like they're part of it <laughs> Yeah, well, men determine the sex. Is that true? Of the baby, yes. It's determined by the man. I didn't know that. What's happening to America's education? You don't know that? The X and the Y, I remember all that. I don't remember how and why. I thought Uh, one was denied. I honestly thought it was the lady who denied the chromosomes. I could be thinking Jurassic Park. people's bodies are... I had a a boyfriend, ex-boyfriend, whose wife could not carry male babies. Every time they had a problem... It had been a male embryo. So apparently she was blocking. What? <laughs> I don't believe we're talking about this. All I know is it's Indeed. about to go. If, if I do go with you, it's about to go deep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, so that that was great. And uh, everybody, I did Letterman. Everybody always, Oh, you did Letterman too? Yes. And when I sat down before I went to the commercial, he leaned over and said something to me <clears throat> later that night in New York. This was early days. So with 80s NBC. Yes, yeah, okay. early days. And uh, all the comics that night, all the New York comics just wanted to know what he said to me. Cause oh, on the town that night. This, so what he whisper in your ear, that kind of yes, thing? Yes, because apparently he, they, not only does a guy with a crew cut come in and go over your set as Paul's doing the warm-up, a little, a little late. And really messing some of them up. Who was the guy with the crew cut? Do you remember? Uh, the NBC I, guy? Yeah, if was, I said his name? No, would you know? I, it's possible. There were so many people that they stayed with the show for a long, oh, long time. Yeah. Well, he was the... No, he was sent down by the upstairs. Oh, the he broadcast the, standards practices yeah, guy. Yeah, and I um, <clears throat> so he... Uh, it, they had... And then David would go, okay... They'd sit down the comic and, and he'd turn his back on them. And so that he turned in like that to me, he, they wanted to know what he said. Are you ready? Is Mitzi still crazy? 
That's what he said. That's still crazy. Did you keep that secret at all? Because I would have, I would have held on to it just because of the value uh, to all of the other people. Listen, I, you're I, so vain. That whole thing. You know? oh, yeah. Oh, well, it was just. It wasn't a great show. You know, the big star was Gene Autry. And they oh. had to practically... Practically, yeah, you know, it's the end there. He was like 90 or something. Yeah. So, oddly enough, it was never rerun. But I can't say that my set was my greatest because I flew in after being on the road for for two, two and a half months. No time to practice in New York. I'd been on Long, you know, uh, Long Island and... Um, uh, like governors? You know where all the rich people go in the Hamptons. Hamptons. <laughs> you know. Anywho. The Hamptons probably, right? Hamptons. Yep. Hamptons, yes. And um, I was talking about driving. Oh, yeah. And no. the audience themselves, <laughs> you know, a lot of New Yorkers or a lot of tourists who are like, yeah. Like this anyway. And they weren't, it wasn't as well. Um, the audience wasn't as miked as it later was. Mm. So, yeah, I I only missed the money that I would have gotten <laughs> if it, they reran that. Oh, one. sure, sure. Yeah, and then I did all the Mervs and Mer and Mrs. Miller in the front row, the lady how, they had. How how were the Mervs and which Mervs did you do? Because sometimes Merv had a desk, sometimes he had chairs. It was uh, there was the set on Seinfeld, but there, Merv was always different. Every time you tuned in, it was different. Here's my thing with Merv: somebody, the Booker, must have said, "Okay, we've got." Genius that we've got, buddy, buddy, uh, buddy, buddy rich, buddy rich, and um, we've got all these geniuses. And how about Diane? You know, Robert Klein, and let's throw Diane in. So it was the way you phrased it, it doesn't sound good, but the company you're keeping is exquisite. So obviously, this is a good thing. Okay, I can tell a story about Robert Klein in the makeup room, which I don't know if you want me to go there. (laughs) It's up to you, of course. I want to hear it. Let me say that, um, (laughs) 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 I did it with uh, Brooke Shields. A oh. 20, just turned 20-year-old Brooke Shields. Now, she's right up there with Gail Hayden. <laughs> she was so breathtaking. You know, when women notice, men think, every, you know, they, but when women notice that, and she stood so tall and so fresh-faced, and uh, she said, oh, I'd like to be funny like you. And I said, no, you wouldn't. I mean, not like, I mean, she was You're saying amazing. they don't give with both hands, so you wouldn't give that up. Is no, that what you're yeah, saying? Yeah, that whatever we, the exchange was, I go, you're, you're doing fine. Just, you're 20. You're. She's a beautiful specimen of a she, human. <laughs> I mean, I've seen her since, and she still is, but at 20? I can't imagine. <clears throat> you know, they're right Seems up there. Giselle Bunchen must be another one that... Uh, I'd like to orb her. Yes. Orb her. Yeah, we we'll check her out. She's married her orbs, to Tom. He's a local orbs. boy. So, <laughs> Wait, where are you from? San Francisco. He's but from lo- Matt San Mateo. Oh, he is. Yes. Oh, okay. I, I thought, so is Edelman. I got excited about New England because I thought I was a local boy. Oh, are, where are you from? Connecticut. Right hmm? outside, Connecticut, right outside Manhattan. Oh, well, my mother, when she gave me America, lived in Massachusetts, but my original Nichols, who were captains in George Washington's Continental Army. Oh. 
Yes. Those nickels. From Massachusetts oh. and Connecticut. Yeah. Wow. Well, maybe I didn't we even know related. they did anything. Who knew? Well, <laughs> my family didn't know until <laughs> we found out. And I went, wait a minute. We've got interesting people. Uh, there's a story here. Um, can I show another picture and ask you about this person? Yes, yes. There, there are two people. I'm going to show two pictures. I'll, I'll do this one first. Uh, somebody's very important to me for obvious reasons. And you have that a story here. That was my here. role model. That was my idol. Steve Allen? Steve Allen. Okay, well, you're not alone there. Uh, However, what a gentleman! He, oh, well, okay. Uh, ah! <laughs> I don't know. Re- I didn't know the man. Um, I just I know what I my well, perception the, of no, him. No, here's the deal. <laughs> here's the deal. He's dead, but I'm keeping that phrase. Uh, Monty Hall? <laughs> no, no, that was per- oh, Ross let's make Perot a deal. <laughs> or Jack Mayberry, the comic doing Ross Perot. Here's the deal. See, here's the deal. Yeah. I, this that <laughs> evening. And by the way, she was very lovely to me, his wife, Jane Mansfield. Uh, you, you, when meeting people, when meeting your heroes, it's a big day to you. It could be, you know, a painful day. They could be, a, they could have a toothache. They could, their kid just you don't ran know away. what's going you on. You don't in know life. what's yeah. going on with them. And that was at the um, the arts and sciences, you know. Looks like a palm tree behind you. Uh, Are you outside? Sad building right on Lancashire. Okay. We were dedicating that statue to Lucy Lucille Ball. Oh. And because I had vaguely red hair, that's how I was chosen. <laughs> the same guy's vetting the Saturday Night Live. <laughs> You're so funny. You're so funny. <laughs> I can't believe. Keeping it current. <laughs> Way to go, Diane. And, uh, three months of rehearsal, and they were. And they would really, and then then it was Steve Allen. Oh yeah, I should have shown you the picture of me with uh, Milton Berle. Uh, another interview, another with good Milton. one. And, Uncle uh, Milton. But so what was happening there is uh, it was a big. They showed her films that they had. Edie Adams, remember her? Yeah. Why did you pick one up? For me, uh, Mad 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 World. One of you my favorite guys movies. don't know those famous commercials. She was. You don't know that. I, I most certainly oh, do. Okay. How you did they archives? Okay, so uh, <laughs> they um, they got Steve Allen and we. I interview. They they made a speech and then they sat down at center stage like this and I interviewed them. And s- apparently, Steve Allen and Milton and a few other. They had this fear that they do these things and then they're sold to I don't know they they're very funky about these things. I this is what they, the sound guy did. In the old days those guys like to control the back end. Yes. So if something got recorded or bootlegged and put out there yeah. all of a sudden this they did not like it. Was their <clears throat> fear. So they purposely both tried to screw up the sound and uh and he was grumbling so about it. So they wouldn't it. be usable for yeah. replay. Yeah, that's what I was uh. told. Um, and it's good because I thought they don't like me. But uh, <laughs> it was, it was what that. they did. And, and uh, I, got, I, I got back at <clears throat> Milton. Uh, but he was kind of in a grumpy mood. And already it had been published that this was going on. It was packed. And her widower 
Lucille Ball's widower, Gary Morton, said, who the hell is this Diane Nichols? And he thought, probably appropriately, that some famous woman... Oh, would come should, in and... Should have taken over and done that. Yeah. Just because my hair was reddish, so or red at the time, I guess. But uh, Milton started taking the mic purposely and doing weird things with it. He goes, you need to talk into it more. You need to talk in, almost like you swallow it. And I thought, I can't oh, believe... Oh, he's doing, he's doing inappropriate. I can't believe he's feeding me this. So I went... That, how do you think I got the job? I mean, I don't even think I should get an A for that. <laughs> well, it was there. How do you? That's two bits again. And you can't every, leave it dangling. Everybody in the audience broke up because they thought that I was too much of a wuss or who is she? But that showed you standing on your own two feet to oh, fight back. And then now I now Milton's gone a little kooky. He got when he stood. Oh, up this is the, towards the end. Yeah, he was the last. Of course, maybe. I meant the end of Milton. I mean, was this oh, towards his later well, years? A couple more years. Okay. Uh, when he did stand up tight from the podium, he was wonderful. Mm-hmm. They go right to the end. These comics, these guys are. But uh, <laughs> then he's there long, and it's supposed to be how great Lucille Ball was and what she did for TV. And of course, people started bringing up. It was really Desi. Desi yeah. invented the he three cameras. He came up with the three cameras. That's right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> then he started going on about what a bitch she was. And already, one of the women had already encountered that. And then I look up to the director going, yeah, get the hook. And man. I had a moment of like, I thought, okay, here you are, and you're in Hollywood. You've made it. You're on stage with Milton Berle, and now you have to tell him to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> so I sat there for a, you know a minute. I don't even know how long. And finally, I just jumped up, grabbed his arm, brought him up with me, and went, "You are incredible! I can't believe it!" You know, and kept shaking his hand. Do that whole thing, and yeah. then misdirection, bah, 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 whatever they played. And I went, wow, I, you really, when you're an entertainer, when you're a live entertainer, you're in some weird, weird places. Because that is not what you as a person would have probably chosen in that moment. To is shut that what you're Milton Berle up? Right? Yeah. I would have, but I knew that he was starting to call her a bitch. <clears throat> and the whole evening was for her and yeah. he had failed. And already Gary Morton's not happy that some unknown... Yeah, woman is doing that. That's amazing, though. In some ways, you might have saved that evening. That's, That's the way I, I look at it. That's the way I look but, at it. But who is you know it went into the archives, so I don't know who's ever seen it. Well, isn't that a neat thing, though? That's kind of that's kind of my point. I mean, it's kind of a neat moment. So they're going to dig through the rubble in a thousand Why do you years? have all these weird moments that are sort of hidden away? You know, it was like <laughs> the Gene Autry Letterman episode that yeah. nobody's ever seen again, and then the, this thing, and then that thing. All the secrets. <laughs> you were It's like uh, Forrest Gump or the Zelig from the thing. You, you're just, you're sort of always in these yes. areas oh, at yes. times. I'm always there. I'm um, there when Elvis came to the movie. and Okay, that's on my card here, Elvis. T- tell us what happened with Elvis. Well. Because you told us a little bit ahead of time, so I want to okay. hear the story. <laughs> the John Lennon and the Elvis story are like the greatest before I'm even in stand-up. They're not t- connected, are they? No, okay. no, no. But they're connected, you know. 
You're the common denominator. I'm the, I'm the thing. Uh, so I'm working at the Cinerama Dome back when it was just the dome before it had kittens. <laughs> and uh, it was movie stars came in there all the time. I mean, Steve McQueen and Gene Hackman came in on a double date with a couple women. Whoa. And bought pink lemonade and popcorn. Shut uh, anyway, so <laughs> Groucho Marx, that's where I met Groucho Marx. Holy smoke. He came up to me during the Dean Martin movie and said, "Does this crap get any better?" Yes, I'm like, "Your crouch is pretty I'm good washing too." Mustard off of a counter. So anyway, <laughs> two. It's the movie Play Misty for me. Mm-hmm. Okay, that movie scares men. Beautiful I don't know piano. If you, I haven't seen it. Oh my! And it, you'll recognize the song when mm-hmm. you hear it. Uh, Jeff Goldblum played it in Letterman. That and um, okay, so first time. <clears throat> And it's, it's it's very frightening uh, to men because it's like you pick up a woman and she thinks she knows the score, you know the score, and then she tries to kill you <laughs> or your girlfriend or whatever. And um, Fatal so, attraction a little bit, right, without the adultery, I guess? But it's a sort of a... Yes, it's yeah. a, but it's interesting that it, it saw the other side of cheating on mm. you. It was before psycho bitches became popular. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm behind the counter, and uh, two men came up together, and they didn't look like they belonged together. One's wearing a flat black suit, and the other is dressed a little, little rougher. And I went, what, what? Because mm-hmm. I, I noticed things like that. Mm. I think I figured out my neighbor's side hustle. <laughs> I'm good with sounds. Anyway, so I thought that was weird. So I got so them good. some stuff, and they went so away. Good. And now my boss comes up to me, and he goes, Look, Nichols, you're the only one I can trust. You're the only, you're like the oldest one or whatever. Uh, Elvis is here. And I need you to take care of this. He's got his people. They're going to come down, and you need to take care of Elvis. So these people come up, and they said, Elvis would like double buttered popcorn and soda and and whatever. Priscilla was the the woman with him, her hair all up in a knit hat. (laughs) So, uh, and then another couple that I didn't know, we're going to put him in the loge. <laughs> Nobody's going to know he's here. Just, you know. I'm always having men talk to me like this. <laughs> Tony so, Randall, Elvis, it's great. Elvis, I know. Well, not Elvis. So <laughs> uh, we, the, the doorman came, a couple of the doormen, and we assembled. And he said, now, he wants double buttered. So I really, I gave him soup to popcorn. And when yep. I did studio warm-up, I'd say, I live in fear I closed up that last artery because I gave, I I mean, Elvis wants butter. You know, it would be great if it was actually butter, but. um, Some chemical goo, salty goo. I put it in my car and driven around the block. So we go up and he goes, I want you to stand next to Elvis with the flashlight. And we wore these uniforms, very goofy uniforms. And um, goofy so, but proper, I'm assuming. Bright. Oh no, goofy, straight <laughs> Listen, goofy. Listen, I take it off the hanger. You didn't need a hanger; it would just stand. <laughs> okay. In the thing. It was made out of the same stuff they made the butter. <laughs> 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 if it got water on it, it 
pel- little pellets <laughs> beat it up. So I guess to stand there and next to Elvis and Priscilla and the other couple, they came in, you know, right in the dark. And I was standing there and I tried so hard to hear and memorize everything that Elvis said about this movie. I can only tell you he was frightened out of his mind. You know, when Jessica, what's her name? I work with her, but... I have never actually like, seen it, believe it or not. Oh, my No, I'm God. aware of it, Rent but I've never it seen tonight, it. tonight, baby. <laughs> so Elvis watched it, and he was very frightened. And then, and then it's over, and the audience had no idea. It was a Sunday rainy afternoon. The orchestra really had no idea at the time. The guy sitting who had already had been sitting there never turned around he starts to stretch you know how guys stretch and then some of them go all the way backwards (laughs) and he did one of these he realized elvis because elvis was wearing a gray wool cape with sparkly cuffs oh i forgot the end of elvis too and um Yes, he was. Well, you know, and it's a different guy, Elvis. When the guy saw, oh, he was beautiful. He was handsome, still very handsome. I couldn't get over that because well, I'm a, a little, Beatles had a little generation. bloat to him too, though, right? Not quite. Oh, yet. okay. He was not that. It was it was before months the pills later, and all boom. the stuff. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. But gotcha. this guy <laughs> saw him and went, Hi. and two men came out of nowhere and carried him away because his bodyguards were positioned around it's like the secret service yeah right? yeah you didn't know that i'm there to just keep away the dweebs you know they're the actual to take care up? of the threats maybe yeah. not you know the real threats were co- so God, it's so, uh, funny. so they took him away now we go out <clears throat> and it was uh, we lined up on the stairs by the loge uh you know, and the audience came out. Now, meanwhile, the blacked out limo, stretch limo, had come around and pulled up partly on the stairs by the, the exit. Now, here's a Hollywood audience. They're used to a lot of things. Beep, 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 beep. They're coming out. They see us all lined up like this with flashlights. Huh. They look out, and there's a stretched out black. Win, you know, windowed. Parked horribly. Parked like, you know, with the door already open. And they knew one thing. It's President, it's Elvis, or Frank Sinatra. Oh, Frank. Good. You know. And they weren't going anywhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm on the stairs thinking <clears throat> I've died and gone to heaven because this is the greatest moment of my oh, life. Yeah. I'm giving Elvis Presley a flying wedge <laughs> out of, you know what that, that's a football term. No, I don't know. And I also know they do with, uh, with entertainers. It's where you, it's like what they do on the football field. The guy, the runner runs in between and the guys form like a, a wedge. So nobody like, can like pre- birds fly. You know, yes, yes, exactly. You know, if Tom Jones and his day, you ran it. So then you keep the uh, guy in the middle. It's a security detail thing, too. It's like a moving bullet. Gotcha. And you're protected in the the cubby. And so we're up there, and he actually came down the stairs saying, thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you very much. Ladies and gentlemen, Elvis has left the building. we're like, (laughs) the crowd went crazy. They started screaming. No, really. They started screaming, some of them. And... People rushed to the car. One guy jumped on the hood of 
the limo, and he, he rode that limo all the way to the corner of oh Sunset. What is that? Uh, what is that next street where the hamburger place is now? Oh, my God. Before they got him to fall off. Oh, I don't know Hollywood that to well. To cap the evening Coango off, or one of those over there. I went home, and my roommate had taken months to get this guy from the office to come over to the house because she was hot for him. Okay. And uh, he was reluctant, and so she finally got him over. I, they're sitting there on the couch. I rush in and scream, I've just met, I exaggerated met, I've just met Elvis Presley. And he went, holy gods, and hip-chucked her right almost off the couch. Sit down here. She never forgave me. It was a great night. Gosh, that is a riot. That is a riot. Yeah. Um, well, listen, we are almost out of time, but I, there's somebody else I really want to know about because okay. he's really important to me in my life. It's another picture yes. I pulled, so I'm going to throw it up here. Oh, yeah, Gary. That's somebody who uh, I've met, I didn't know well, uh, but has influenced and inspired and affected me still to this day, um, you know, two, three years after his passing. Um, yeah. Did you go to the, his memorial service? No, and I didn't mean to make you emotional, but I'm getting there too, so. <laughs> uh, you know, the thing is, I learned, first of all, I couldn't believe the stars. This was at the there. Ebell you're talking about? Yes. Yeah. And I couldn't, Brooke Shields was there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Good-looking woman. Uh, <laughs> with uh, Warren Beatty and all these people that I knew he was his friend. Yes. Uh, because he introduced me to Warren Beatty uh, at NBC, <sighs> and I was so stunned because I had never thought about Warren Beatty one, one way or the other until I, have you ever met him? Hey, what are you doing? <laughs> I said, getting my, I was doing a show, and I went, getting my dental benefits. <laughs> I, 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 I qualified for my dental benefits, I said, because I was so stunned. But so they were all there, and I was, when I, I was so touched, I had no idea about his, um, his spiritual beliefs mm -hmm. and that gave me a lot of comfort because he was he was always like a troubled and nervous guy mm -hmm. but it, I, going on the road with him spending a week in La Jolla we went horseback riding all of us <sighs> together and my horse kept running back to the barn <laughs> I mean that does make sense in a way if you think <laughs> so his name was Snip and Gary and I changed horses and then i saw them gary and snip right off and it's just when they turned around gary pulled out a comb and he was fixing ah! his hair <laughs> because way back he was obsessed with his hair yeah i was going to say the same thing and i remember him talking about later in life he's like, yeah that's a dead end <laughs> worrying about it yeah 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 he yeah. worried for a long time until yeah i don't know what happened there um so but funny. um yeah, men's men's hair crisis is very interesting. But women, however, have our own problems. I was going to say, that's a story for another show. We've all got battles there. It just reminds me of when, well, we didn't get time to talk about the Mort Saul uh, fundraiser. We didn't get there either, but oh. anything for, for Gary, I mean, if you've, other than his... I just was thinking hair because I looked at Lucy Webb and I said, oh, my God. This audience is so old. Even the women have male pattern baldness. <laughs> but that's a diff that's a great that's an interesting story. But um, 
and maybe I shouldn't say it, but yeah, no. Well, I was going to say, you've got tons of stories that some aren't even on this card. If you'd be willing to come back sometime, we'd love to have you. Looks like it. In lieu of therapy, this would be good for me. Well, that's what more people are willing to come back because of it. <laughs> because I'm trying to that's... get this all together. I mean, there were so many things that... Uh... Well, how about this? Why don't we put a pin in it? Would you agree to come back? And then we can talk about Gary. We can talk about Mort Saul. We can talk about the other stuff on this card. We didn't even get to your oh. childhood and how you got into comedy and why and all that oh, stuff, yeah. which is usually where I start. Yes, yes. I had a very bad birth. And we were off and running. <laughs> So is that a can we is that a plan? Yes. Fantastic. Okay. Oh, oh great. All right. Are you on social media? Anything like that? Um, yeah, I'm on Instagram, but I hardly ever post. This is the part of the show that we call Billboard. So please, <laughs> any plugs or uh, anything you've got coming uh, I'm, up? I'm on Sirius Radio. Every once in a while, they play me and send me a check. I love that. What are they playing? A special or your? Did you? No, no, my EP, which started out to oh, be okay. a CD at Mazatlan, but my memory. I kept forgetting things. <laughs> and I played with the audience. So the guy I brought to Mexico with me, he thought it was great. And I said, first of all, it's the worst. I, I, I left out so much material. I, this was to record an album. But I said, uh, and also, my timing was off. And I started changing words in the middle oh. of a joke. You felt it. Honey, you knew it. the worst performance I've given in 30 years. And it's on, the t- on radio getting me money. How funny. That's terrible. <laughs> I'm telling you, this, I'm I sensing. they took it. But I'm sensing a pattern here with all of these things. They're all just kind of eh, really close. Yep. The yeah. Gene Autry Letterman and the other thing from before. Yeah. Well, the Everything thing is, is close. I do write good jokes. They You're can... hysterical. I can't wait for you to be back here because oh. I didn't have to do anything. <laughs> That's interesting. I mean it in a good way. Yes. You looked like you may not have taken it that way, but no, I meant no, it in no, a good no, way. No, no, I act, I know when I'm having fun. I'm having fun. You are. I am having okay. fun. So oh, I apologize for coming an hour early. Well, oh what? no! Well, that's something. That's for we were in the middle of a marketing meeting oh. that we don't normally squeeze before the show, but we said, "Oh, well, that's the only time to do it, so we'll just do it." No well, problem. I decided to lift because I had no idea the parking here is fabulous. So I came in a lift, and you know. It's always on days that you got, maybe I shouldn't call so soon, but the president's in town. <laughs> oh, I so, know what you mean. And, of course, you plug it in, and it goes, bink, your driver's outside. Yeah. No 15-minute grace. <laughs> he, parked, he ran down the middle of the block. He was down halfway the block, sitting there, binking me that he's here, and I'm screaming at the top of my lungs. Hey! Hey! <laughs> <laughs> I had to run. We still need it in 10 minutes. Well, you must be close by then. That's nice. Uh, well, I'm in uh, Spalding Square. Oh, that's right. We talked yeah. about that. That's right. It's not far at all. Adjacent. That's right. Uh, in that case, uh, Diane Nichols, thank you so much for being here today, and I can't wait to do it again. We're going to do it again soon. going to see? Is this for the archives? <laughs> Who's going to see this? Is Whoever you tell to watch this tonight on YouTube. What time is it on? It's going to be on at 11 o'clock our time. No, that's not true. 8 o'clock our time. 8 o'clock our time. But then it's on YouTube. Then it's just there. So you can watch it whenever after that. major fans out there? We we have major fans out there. Not very many of them, but they are major. Well, 
I'll take that. We just, um, we're, we're, this is all new. We're, we're figuring this all out. You know what I mean? Well, like, you've got a great setup here. Thank and you I so certainly much. had a lot of fun. <laughs> You'll be back. I, I do. I feel like I've been to a picnic. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I like picnics. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, that's, then it's a good thing. Mrs. Ryan, uh, what do we have tomorrow? Uh, oh, nothing. We're not here tomorrow. Okay. All right. F- f- Friday, we've got Breakfast Club. Uh, Saturday, there's some stuff, too. Sunday, we are going to be at Zufenhausen. We have to talk about Zufenhausen. Zufenhausen is a... Uh, oh, gosh. We need to find a camera that can see us. There we go. All right. We'll do this one, number three. Uh, Zufenhausen is a uh, big old Porsche event. It's going to be out there in Pasadena at the City Hall. We've talked about it on the show previously, but this, I think, will be our last time to talk to it before we will be there i believe it's nine to four i think um highly this recommend sunday. it this sunday highly recommend it uh come on out some zufenhausen zufenhausen porsche thing yeah. we're kind of big in the, yeah the porsche the car world is more of our uh, audience yeah. Yeah. i know how to yell uh what is it i know how to yell? i don't know how well hurry you up. hurry up Mach schnell oh that is you <laughs> did it yes, yes from the movies of course Yes, and a grandmother. <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. Ryan, I love you so very much. Diane Nichols, we love you so very much. Oh, and I love you so very much. And Thank I love your place. I love everybody at home. We love everybody at home, all three of us. Uh, have a great weekend. Love one another, and we will see you next week. and Johnny and 20 seconds call your lift <laughs>